everyone who's listening. Welcome to Simple Parenting in Queens, a safe place where we like to connect with everyday families doing extraordinary things. Raising a child truly takes a village, and we want to build a community where we can all relate and connect with one another to make this journey even more memorable and enjoyable. I am your host, Cecia Falcon, and I run a family daycare program for 10 years. Besides working with young children over the years, I have loved creating a bond with every family that has been with us thus far. So this podcast is dedicated to all you busy parents. I know you guys are doing all your best to raise your children. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to our third episode. My guests today are Nadia and Anu. I first met Nadia when she did a tour of our program and we connected very easily. Anu, I met a little bit later, but he's just an easygoing person. In this episode, we talk about how they met, their multicultural family, how they raised their kids vegetarian, and much more. How did you both meet? Okay. Anu was an engineer, is an engineer, and I was working at a global women's rights organization. And 12 and a half years ago, we were both looking for to meet someone. And so we were both online. We met each other online. I was online for two weeks before I met him. Oh, what, what site was it? It was match.com. Yeah. Oh, so it works. Yeah. And now uh, we see the commercials, you know? Yeah, my cousin had met her husband on online on Match. And I also knew someone who had gone online and was successful. So I was like, you know, not really meeting people in mm -hmm. my day-to-day -day life. So I was like, well, maybe I'll meet someone who I wouldn't normally meet. And uh -huh. that was Perfect. the case. We wouldn't have ever crossed paths, I don't yeah. think, in any other situation. <laughs> so wow. yeah, I was That's incredible. on for two weeks and met him. And then we like emailed and met and decided, okay, well, let's meet again and again and again. And so who just, message first? So it's <laughs> funny. Um, I remember because I was not the paid member of the match.com. <laughs> so I like to message someone, I think you're supposed you have to pay. Oh, okay. And then we just like. Uh, so I got a wink from him. We just winked because it was free. So I did it. <laughs> and then. That is funny. I think to really talk to her I had to pay and it seems like it was well worth <laughs> the payment that I made to otherwise I was it was like $12 or something like that but I was tough. not like I was just there to like just wink because I would not wanted to pay for this service at all that was like my whole thing so he winked at me and then I just emailed him back because I'm like what am I gonna do wink at him back and then what and I was just new to this whole online thing so I just like looked at his profile was like oh he seems nice so I'll just send him an email and, and then, then, and like, then you oh, had man, to pay to I respond that's funny okay so you message first because you had to and yeah. you had to pay for it yeah. <laughs> that's cool so after you guys met up much how did you decide to meet each other did you wh where did you live at that time i was in harlem and anu was in forest queens. hills yeah. in queens and he had a dog at the time mm -hmm. and yeah so we would just typically i used to come there often to drop my roommates like my, they were my they were my childhood friends so they used to live with me 
So they used to go to CUNY and I would drop them in my car often in Harlem. It was fine. Like uh, we actually met in Harlem mm -hmm. because I, I used, I knew that area. And yeah, I that's where fine. we had our first date. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So after you guys messaged online, then you decided to meet. Mm -hmm. And thank goodness it was kind of close. Yeah. Right? Forest Hills. Yeah. Well, like what train? Actually, there was, you moved around a bit. I, I lived in like the same apartment in Harlem for like nine years. I was not letting that apartment go. I loved wow. it so much. But he hopped around a little bit between like Forest Hills and Richmond Hill and like every year. So how long time. did you date for? So we dated for like three years. And depending on where, where you live, be, before we got married, mm -hmm. that was like three years, I think. But at one point you were in Richmond Hill and that, I remember, I would take like three trains to get to you. And it was like yeah. an hour and a half, you didn't an hour care. and 40 minutes. No, I did. But it was like, you know, he had the dog. So it was harder for him to come to me. Like and so we would usually just meet up on weekdays, <laughs> like go out yeah. in Manhattan. We both work in Manhattan. Oh, okay, so. perfect. And then if, you know, we're hanging on the weekend, then usually it was me going to you. Yeah. That's good. What happened to the dog? He's now, he'll be 14 in January. So you still have it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, and, okay. And he has, that's Einstein. And then Romeo came along a few years later, and he's gonna, he's 10 and a half now. They're old oh, men, wow. they're old boys now. Yeah. So we have so two sweet. old dogs and two young kids. So. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I love dogs. <laughs> so do the first, the dog he had, Anu had, mm -hmm. came first. Mm -hmm. Then came Adeline. No, then, no, came then the I met her. Dog. Then the other oh, dog. Yeah. No, I met her and oh. she was like, oh, he's always alone. So she kind of inspired me to get one more dog. I didn't know that. Okay. Of course. Well, you kind of... You remember we went to together to get the... I remember that. From Pennsylvania. Yeah. He was like a breeder and show dog and whatnot. <laughs> But at that time, we had no plans that... Or we didn't thought that we would have two kids. Otherwise, yes, dogs we would not dogs. have had two dogs. Like, it's a lot of work, work yeah. together. That's true. So, like, the first dogs, two dogs, and, like, that's it. Yeah. How did you decide wait to, you know, get married and then settle down? Like, okay, we need to stop the commuting. Yeah, I guess I was more pushing for us to live together. <laughs> and that led us to me going to visit, meet your family in India. But it was sort of a situation where if I was going to go to India and meet his family, it had to be serious. So we're all right. really serious. Like, <laughs> I like, let's not, like, are we? Just, I like, let's not meet them and then we don't need to marry. Like, we can just, <laughs> it was fun because, you know, like we were in a dating mode and relaxed and we didn't move in together. But it would change once she meets them because they will right away say, you have to marry. Like, that's true. There is yeah. no, in my culture, that's how. Yeah. So then she wanted to meet them. So she met them and then they're right there. They were like, okay, get time to get married. And we were like, fine. You were right. Well, for me, I only knew him. I didn't know anyone else in his family or, you know, and I That's knew true. a couple of your friends. But so after we had been together like two years, it was, I was, you know, 
It's like, well, let me meet your family. And you're like, well, we'll have to, they're going to want a wedding. <laughs> and you prepare for this. And I was like, huh, okay. Well, I'm like, well, I can, uh, you know, that's fine. I, for me, marriage was never something that like I, a goal? No, and I never wanted to be a bride or like okay. have a wedding. Like it was just never. And in Indian culture, it's a huge thing, right? Oh, to yeah. get married, have to have a big wedding. Right. Well, we did it because my parents arranged for it. They did. That was their dream, and the they dream. got it. I was never about wedding. Neither one of us were about yeah. it, but we just knew, like, oh, in order for me to meet his family, that had to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were both just like, all right, fine, we'll do it. And they like organized everything. Okay. So we just sort of showed up for it. Oh, nice. Um, so no stress. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and how long was the wedding? Did your parents go to India? My dad and my stepmom did. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't go. And I had like just two friends. I had four people. Fly like, to India. Yeah. That was <gasps> That's it. nice. Yeah. Good friends. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> And was it a like cultural shock, or were you already you know since you live in Queens, or was uh, it already used to it? It was well, I had traveled a lot of the world. That part wasn't hard, but it was a little shock for me just because I'm always been pretty low maintenance and don't get dolled up, and so it it was quite overwhelming just to have people dress me and put on all this makeup and lots of earrings and you know like earrings yeah, necklaces so the brightest more than the yeah over there oh. is it the same so same so you had to go like doled up to uh, but you, you it, just wore a suit but it's easy like yeah. i just chose to wear a suit and right. that's it yeah. but usually they do yeah so for you it was a little bit overwhelming too yeah, I'm, I didn't want it to do that, all that, it's too much. It, I think it's not just for me, pretty much every Indian bride and groom who are really not into this, <laughs> it's overwhelming. It's all about a lot of like culture, mm-hmm. a big dose of culture and family. And, 250 people. And that was like a very that low. That was small. That small was small. That was small. Visually it's like 500,000, that kind of thing. Uh, how many days? Because I, I suppose it's a couple of days. Three to five days. Mm-hmm. Ours was like we said that it, it has to be short because we both cannot take it. So two days. <laughs> we'll agree this, but two yeah. days. Oh, wow. So it's always a... But was it like an, a good experience? Kind of like you guys give up what you want to please, you know, your parents. It was... Pretty much, yeah. For me, it was... Yeah, we did that strictly because your family really wanted it yeah so and i mean i was happy because they were happy about it (laughs) and that was it and then we were like you know also at the time about like living together we didn't want to like keep that secret from them and that wouldn't have been acceptable to them if we weren't married that's true yeah so that was nice so i think it was kind of a lesson when you guys became a parent like you have to give up a little bit of yourself mm-hmm. to make the yeah. other happy mm-hmm. and you guys were happy yeah, happy, yeah. even though it was a lot <laughs> yeah but we did it yeah yeah <laughs> two days <laughs> that's nice so after the whole wedding and everything you came and uh, what was your routine like before the kids 
Before the kids, yeah. It was I, good. I, it it, it seems so go, simple, I do guess. You remember? <laughs> well, we used to go out a lot. Yeah. And like we used to go no planning in terms of like we would just go camping or like make a trip to go out of New York or we would go to like Ithaca a couple times a year we would wine go tasting like, yes we went we to, went to Mexico City and yeah we went friends. to Mexico City for Dia de los Muertos one year and like we every week during the week we would go one or two times to a restaurant or a date or like it was very spontaneous yeah we did yeah and yeah, we would go like camping once a month, yeah. usually. And have you gone camping now with the kids? Now yeah, now, it's older. Usually, we go probably one or two times a, a year no, camping no, with them. We go one or two times. Yeah, but year. we take them. Oh, yeah, wow. that's yeah. like we didn't stop in terms of like camping yeah. or making trips. Like we still went to Turkey or Italy or whatnot. But it's just that now it's not just us. It's not a so date it's, anymore. It's less frequent. Yeah, we've never gone anywhere just us now. It's, yeah, um, since the kids, no. We, yeah, even ba- even like getting a babysitter. Like for so for us with the kids, it's like we both work full time. So you know, morning is a rush because we're getting ourselves and them ready, and then getting them to before it was daycare and now it's school. And then we work all day and then one of us picks them up and it's like we get home and there's evening routine. So it's, we would come to the weekends and not want to just hire a babysitter and go out with each other. That's true. So, cause we were like, that's when we really get quality time with the kids. So we would just, you know, take them we would us. take them with us. Yeah. So we would go to a restaurant or go to a park or a museum so or whatever. We cut off on doing anything. It's yeah. just that we include them and it changes how it was before. That was your routine. How did you decide to have a child? Was there something like you wanted, both wanted, but wasn't sure? Did you plan it or was it? Well, I didn't want to have kids. I never thought I would have kids until I turned like 30. Okay. And then all of a sudden I was like, what is this? I want to have a kid. And like soon after I met him and, you know, at the time I wasn't like, oh, you know, we, we didn't know where we were heading. But yeah, so after we both wanted to have kids and after the wedding was over, we were no longer living together in sin. <laughs> <laughs> we could be out in the open and anyway, it, yeah. I think after the wedding, we were just sort of like, well, why wait? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like completely official. Right, right. We didn't have to have kids right away, but we were, yeah, we were both like, why wait? No time will be like the perfect time. So now is as well, good a time as any. Yeah. Adeline, we plan Mohan. We were, wait- we were thinking of waiting for maybe one more yeah. year. Okay. But Mohan was unplanned. Well, at first, yeah. we And after the wedding, this was like a few months later, I was pregnant but had a miscarriage. And then we are like, okay, you know, let's sort of get through that and right. the emotions of that. And a few months later, then we are like, okay, well, let's try again. Okay. And then I got pregnant with Adeline. That's crazy. Yeah. How long um, did you have the first pregnancy for? That was 11 weeks. I, I found out at 11 weeks. That so you didn't know you were pregnant? No, I knew I was pregnant, okay. but I, knew, I found out at 11 weeks along that the fetus had 
no heart heartbeat. Oh, okay. so and they said they estimated around eight weeks, eight and a half weeks was when it oh, stopped. Okay. Yeah. So was it induced to the miscarriage? Yeah, yeah miscarriage. I had it induced. Yeah. So you had Adeline, and a few. Did it take? How long did it take after the first pregnancy to get pregnant? I think we tried after three or four months, and yeah, it really. happened right away. Oh, wow. yeah. Nice. I remember yeah. telling Anu, and he was like, "Really? Good yeah, what?" He's like, "Good job! You never fail at this." And <laughs> <laughs> how was your pregnancy with Adeline? My pregnancy was great. I felt great. So the first trimester wasn't. I mean, I was exhausted the first trimester, like to the just point tired. of lying down under my desk at work at points because I just couldn't keep my head up right that part yeah was hard yeah i had a good pregnancy with her yeah had acid reflux probably around seven months i was eating my one thing was grapefruits oh great yeah that was my one craving with her uh, i had to have one every day until about right. seven months and then i couldn't take it anymore because of the and acid do you reflux. eat grapefruits now no i it mean was- every now and then but so it, something you got. It was yeah. Well, that was that was for Adeline only, and that's why she has red hair. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> just all that grapefruit acidity just dyed her hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you guys wanted to wait one more year for Mohan, but you got pregnant. Yeah, twin twin right? Maybe. Yeah, we w- knew we wanted probably one more kid, oh. but you for sure you guys wanted two kids. I guess. I mean, we were never like, you know. Ed, Adeline was so good that we were like mesmerized oh, we- with her <laughs> having kid. And we were like, oh my God, it is so good. So let's have one more. Oh, well, and you had an older sister. I had an older brother. We were both like Wired used right. to having a sibling. So we were definitely thinking that we would have another. But yeah, when I got pregnant with Mohan, that was not planned. And Adeline was just over one at the time. They're basically like two years apart. Yeah. So, yeah, she was just one. So we weren't really thinking about the next one. Yeah. So Adeline was a year and two months. Yeah. And then you found that you were pregnant. Yeah. When you got pregnant from Adeline, going back to her, did you make a little announcement for him? Or how did you break the news? No. With Adeline too because we had just had the miscarriage before so we really held on to it until I was really past the first trimester okay before telling anyone about the first one they did yeah yeah Yeah, they did and then when you announced the second one how was their reaction I don't remember anyone except my mother (laughs) what did she say well she had we had sent her a picture um of us with Adeline at the park that was when I was like a month pregnant, I guess. And so she was like, uh, I knew you were pregnant. I knew it because something was up with your face. Your face was looking different. <laughs> <laughs> Mom was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Best comments. <laughs> something was wrong with your face. I was like, thanks. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And the, your family, we already had oh, grandkids. Yeah, my sister had a daughter. A daughter? Yeah. Wow. She's like seven years older than Adeline. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And does she have 
Did you have another one? No, just one. Oh, just no, one. Yeah. So is Mohan the only boy? He is. And the interesting thing is my brother has two daughters. My cousin has four daughters. At the time, my other cousin had a daughter. Mm. So like we're, the whole family was just like, oh, there's uh, your sister's daughter is you yeah. know, a girl. So we were like just expecting another girl. That's true. Uh, and all my friends were having daughters. It was like a <laughs> it was really funny. daughter club club going yeah. on. And on now, I so we were so surprised much. when we found out that you were that having he a was boy. a boy. Yeah, that's amazing. And he was also at around twenty weeks. He was they could see from an ultrasound that he had a severe hydronephrosis in his kidneys, uh-huh. by uh, both kidneys. So. The, my pregnancy with Adeline was fine with, with Mohan's from about 20 weeks on. It was just sort of like, is he going to be okay? Getting like constant ultrasounds to make sure that there was no decrease in fluid around him because otherwise that could show that there was something uh, wrong with him and they might have had to intervene early. But he made it through the pregnancy and then at six weeks had surgery on one of the kidneys, which was pretty bad. And uh, then after that, had a UTI from the surgery, mm-hmm. some bacteria from that. So then he was in the hospital for like eight days after that because they could only give him that antibiotic intravenously. So he had that was like my maternity with him was very Intense. much focused on mm-hmm. his health. Yeah, That's true. But... After that, he did very good. No, yeah, he. No yeah, I mean, he had another UTI later, and the, his doctor thought about a surgery on the other kidney, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, actually, the fluid's reducing in that kidney now. So he's just got now. We just have to go like every year and a half for a checkup to see how he's doing. Just to see so, how he's doing. Yeah, but That's he's crazy. In, before it was like every three months going for ultrasounds, every year going for. A renal scan and that was no fun for him. <laughs> but, it was so uh, little going through a lot. Yeah, That's yeah. So well, when they're little, they check, they try to make sure nothing happens. Yeah. But when they grow up, it, they kind of have much better resistance and everything. Yeah. When we were traveling, it was just one kid. And if it do, it was. So you were like, we can do this. Yeah, yeah. Parenting, we can do it. Right. So when she, when Adeline started sleeping at three months, did you do something? Mm-hmm. Like, did you train her or did you do like any type of technique? Not really. Or it just happened. I mean, we were trying to not you know, like let her sleep with us and all that. So we, we didn't do that. And she would wake up a few times a night and then it got down to two. And then it just got down to maybe one. And then it was like everything predictable yeah, or expected. But with two, it wasn't like that Mohan was unexpected, like doing things which were not unexpected or something. It's just that when two kids come in the mix, everything gets separated energy gets separated you don't pay attention to the little one as much because second one is asking you something right it adds up right so yeah there's more i remember about her newborn baby stage than his because his was divided attention between him and her (laughs) you know so but also we were fortunate too that she slept through the night when we had him so he would wake up crying at night we had bought a one bedroom apartment not knowing really that we would have two kids right away same Um, same situation as like dogs that we had two dogs (laughs) we 
They had two dogs and two kids. They got one bedroom apartment thinking like, oh, we're not going to have kids right away. In like a few years, we had two kids and two dogs. In one so bedroom. how long did that take? Was it in under three years you had two kids? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Right? We were all in the same bedroom, but she was fortunately... Didn't she was in her, her own crib. She was sleeping, yeah, in a uh, top. And did you have a car sleeper for Mohan? Or she he was in a cradle for a few oh, months, okay. and then he was in the crib, and Adeline was in a toddler bed. The problem, and then he actually started sleeping through the night. The problem was at eight months old, when he was eight months old, we went to India. The time difference, but also we were all sleeping in the same bed okay. at his, in his family's home. Right. Yeah. We tried to just get him back into the crib. And he was not having it. <laughs> yeah. But there must have been a time change also. Oh, yeah. It's like, but what is the difference with India? Is it 12 yeah, hours? Nine hours. Nine? The flight is like 14 hours. And yeah. When you say the biggest transition was from two kids because the, the attention was divided. Did you have a breaking point? Like, okay, we have to really have to have a plan because, you know, this is crazy or you just like take it day by day kind of thing. It was day by day. It was day by day. Absolutely. I mean, it would, like we would get in arguments and it's a lot of work. Arguments means it's not easy or like a breeze with just like one kid and especially with his uh, health situation, Mm. we were a little bit stressed. Mm-hmm. That's and true. That seems like as his health started to get better, same time we got much better experience in handling two kids, it all became easier and easier. So now it's easy, although we have like different uh, worries. He says it's easy. I don't yes. think any stage is easy. Yeah, I just think it's like I agree. There's but, no stage but is there, easy, but yeah, there are different periods. I I would say. Yeah. Like, just like developmental stages in kids. It's like same with like when, (laughs) with whatever you're going through with the kids. Some periods are harder than others. So now it's, yeah. But it's like when he was a kid, it was was very intense for us. It was intense Mm -hmm. in the sense we used to worry about his life. Yes. But now we don't need to worry about his like health as much right so we always have to work on it but it's not a Mm -hmm. challenge like that big of it now that the the kids are a bit older do you have any like little hacks or things like you think are a little bit easier like that you came up with oh gosh there was a period which doesn't happen anymore they both really like their pajamas and changing in the morning but there was a period where Adeline was wearing like a, you know a t-shirt and leggings every day to school so we would ju- do like you know bath shower in the evening and then she'd put that on and go to sleep and then in the morning she's stressed already she's stressed already That's I had great. also like a friend of mine her kid did that too that was re- really helpful <laughs> definitely now we do like we always prepare their lunch we're vegetarians and just have always been used to doing that just with lunch like we make it the night before that really helps in the morning and try to have their backpacks ready as much as it can be the night before because mornings are always like you know you got to be out the door by a certain time and sometimes they're really good at getting themselves ready and other times not so much so 
also like them of relatively same age now it helps because they sit together and do their art project or coloring or math or english like some test they would be busy for like two hours or one hour and she's also very responsible like just as a person but also as an older sibling like she's you know she helps him a lot clean like, the room you know, for like an hour yeah so it kind or of like shows them how to do something or like oh let me read this to you and let me teach you how to do this but she's and always been that way she's always she's been yeah, that way looking out yeah did you emphasize oh you're the bigger sister or is we it didn't, didn't have come to natural? she just yeah she's I thought you so did that when yeah. you, she was here because we didn't do it <laughs> we were true. thinking it was you who did it <laughs> but she always wanted to be like the bigger girls that would have babies yes so I guess it was something that she caught on on her own. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, now I have my own baby. Right. I'm going to take care of him. Yes. <laughs> that is so sweet. Hi, Mohan. Do you want to say anything, Mohan? I'm hungry. You're hungry? Oh. What? Mohan. Yes, babes. What's the favorite food your mommy makes for you? Mm. Or What's papa. your favorite? Or papa. Quesadilla. You like quesadilla? Bean quesadilla. So you both are vegetarian. Did you guys know that when you started dating? I think we knew that early on, but it wasn't something. Was it in the profile? I don't remember. I was I was a vegetarian. Oh yeah, you were eating chicken. I would eat chicken or turkey at that time. And she was vegetarian, but like since she was vegetarian and I grew up vegetarian. I, it gave me another reason to become vegetarian. Yeah, he, he, when he moved to the States, he was like, oh, chicken doesn't look like a chicken. It looks like something else. Whereas in India, it's like, you it's just like see the, dead, the bloody dead chicken. And then like, and the one ate, you're like, oh, no, no, thanks. That's how they convince you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Now, what made you eat chicken when you were here? Just well, when I was in West Virginia, I, it, I was student. Yeah easy to just go to McDonald's or Wendy's like fast food and I started eating it it wasn't that and then and you didn't feel bad did you have a, a period like that not that much no. it wasn't I was fine with it there were a lot of people around me were eating so so it made it okay yeah like it's fine friends and family my parents hang around so it's okay yeah <laughs> it's funny so did you cut convince him to give up meat uh, no no, it just happened. Like you just, I mean, he could eat what he wanted to. She, it influenced me indirectly. Also, it's funny, she was vegan at that time. Yeah. So oh, she was not yeah. eating cheese or milk, That's but I was shame. eating it. And yeah. you picked up on eating cheese. Okay. So it was kind of like we just got influenced by each other. That's nice. Was it, is it a different transition body-wise like to go from vegan to vegetarian? Well, I was vegetarian growing up, and then I was, like, vegan for, like, eight years. That's a lot. Yeah. I, like, just wanted cheese again. Okay. <laughs> so I've heard a lot of stories. Like, yeah. people go vegan, like, oh, no, I need to incorporate eggs, or I need to incorporate yeah. cheese, or some type of animal. Yeah, I just wanted it again. I, also, I had shifted jobs, so I was working with, like, you know, local farmers, and people were coming into work after visiting a farm with like you know really delicious local cheese and I was just like <laughs> different that looks good <laughs> I want that again yeah wow and how did you guys 
learn teach like the kids to just eat like plant based basically was it easy or did it not especially easy. that now they're in the school did so they, I was trying to be very conscious it? I didn't want them to be like have inferiority or superiority complex okay. with being a vegetarian so you know I mean it's what we eat they eat what we eat so we don't have meat at home or anything but like coming to daycare or school or other kids houses I mean we would just say like you know we don't eat animals other some people do some people don't okay and we don't but some other people do and that's fine And other people are like us and don't eat them, and that's fine too. We weren't like never eat that. We were just like that's just just how we're going. Yes, that's nice. So, and did they ever go through a period like, oh, I want to try it? Or they, neither one of them have. The, and probably someday they will. I never did growing up. I was a vegetarian. My brother did. He ate meat for like a couple of years in high school, and then he's then stopped never again yeah he didn't want to do that again. but yeah so it's up to them but when they're old enough to make the choice for themselves like they go to we're like, all right well you gotta cook it <laughs> like the world is changing is more people are trying to eat healthier and mm-hmm. i think by the time they go to college they'll probably have One healthier stuff Also, meat better is McDonald's. like a, oh my god, meat, yeah, McDonald's. The meat industry is such a contributor to like emit greenhouse gas emissions. So, with planning ahead, so you guys plan like the dinners and everything before the kids go to school. Is there any like go-to meal that you both make? I know. I wish we had more variety in what we give them, but usually it's like some combination of like. Rice and beans, pasta and vegetables. We used to do peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but now, like, they're in school and there's, like, allergies other kids have, so we don't... Do do they often share? No, but there's just, like, no nut-free classrooms. Oh. Yeah, so... But sometimes we'll do, like, a cheese and cucumber sandwich. And then we always give one fruit. Yeah, those are... Those are our standard mains, like a sandwich or rice and beans or some sort of pasta. And then usually we give them a couple sides. So that could be like a hard-boiled egg or it could be some other vegetable or fruit, grapes, carrots, yeah. And do you guys eat the same? Like no. Do you make- We should. That would make things easier. Because that sounds pretty good. We should <laughs> I think we, at least I have nailed down on, like, whenever I pick them, I make their lunch box ready in half I an know, hour. but we should just, when we're making theirs, we should just make it for us, too, so that we don't have to worry about lunch the next day. Which we try, but <laughs> it's, 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 like, I eat a lot of hot food. Yeah. So their food is pretty brown. So it's just yeah, they do not like spicy. At oh, they all. don't. No, yeah. so, so they were. So, so when do they go to when they go to India? Like, how is that? Since it's a lot. Of they don't eat the hot stuff at all. Like my parents are like, you didn't talk them. <laughs> It's true. To eat the Indian food, forget about language. <laughs> it's just the way it is. It's more healthy, so I don't go after them to like eat hot food and it's easier too because to cook indian food it's a it's, lot of it's work a tough. which i mean i'm fine because i've tried like i like to 
try different cuisines yeah. and then I go to India food like it's so many different yeah. ingredients and I'm like I don't have even half of this and yeah. it takes like so long I'm like wow no wonder it's so time. good yeah it's time <laughs> we do make them like like the golden milk or yeah, with like turmeric and a little ginger uh -huh. and do they like that yeah yeah they like oh wow but anything with like hot every peppers day they do that. it helps nice. with the yeah. And and Usually we end up making separate dish. Like we'll make something for all of us and then we'll dish there and we add the pepper tars. Uh, uh, but they don't like it eventually. Yeah. They'll change. I, they I, started like I was the like, same way. I never yeah. grew up like and spicy. Because they like potato now. They mm -hmm. like cheese now. All of a sudden. So I think they might like it. They also He'll eat ways. like seaweed though and like raw mushrooms. And he has a very... Different palate. He, he does not like macaroni and cheese, oh, which is like, that would be so easy. <laughs> which is so like she does. So it's like we make her macaroni and cheese sometimes, and then we just keep the cheese out of his and just like put some butter and like salt and pepper or something. That's so it. good. Yeah. I yeah. when I was little, I used to like that. Yeah, you get it with butter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was so good. But it's funny what they like and don't like. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. When they start of school now, what grade are they in now? Mohan is in kindergarten and mm -hmm. Adeline's in second grade. How is that different now that they're in school? Like besides daycare, like, yeah. is it like a lot more work now they're doing the like projects? So now they have homework, yeah. And that's something that is challenging as two full-time working parents because yeah. it's like after school they get picked up by their daycare and they do their homework there. By the time we pick them up at six and we're home, we're like cooking dinner, getting, making sure they're mm -hmm. bathed and eating and all of that stuff. And then we get to like sit down and like check their homework basically. Right. But, you know, be before it's bedtime. I mean, for us, it's very important they get enough sleep. So it's like they, we still have like eight o'clock as their bedtime. Um, so they get like, you know, Do they 10 have hours any a night. routine. Because we had one yeah. of our parents say, okay, we don't turn the lights on. We just like let them. The child sleep with you know when the sun goes down, so that was like a good advice. Well, we had like eight o'clock. We asked them to go to the room. They can read. It, we were a little bit more lenient in the summer because it was like light until nine o'clock. It's hard to get them to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. But yeah, now during the school year, we're like eight o'clock. It's bedtime because it helps. The thing is, she, she, she starts. He, well, he he typically. We'll go to sleep. Sometimes they talk to each other, but she's just like reading up a storm. And so she'll like read like with a nightlight. And we're like, Adeline, that's not good for your eyes. Go to sleep. But even in the morning, we'll wake up and it'll still be dark out. Maybe it's like 6 or 6.30. Now it's getting darker later or staying darker later. We and wake up reading. and she's like in her bed with the nightlight on reading. Uh, oh, wow. she'll have already woken up and we're you know trying I mean we don't want to discourage her from reading but we also that's don't want true. her to that's like what, that's a good destroy her bad eyes. habit yeah, yeah no she's like she a loves phenomenal read. reader yeah when did she start reading we didn't start like teaching them until they went to, started going to school okay. I mean you did well like, she knew a lot of like work the here. and yeah, the yeah. words Absolutely. and all that so did it come easy once to start a school. I think so. I, I think like I would still say that what in tiny years it was like such a great job on her mm -hmm. that 
we did not have to do a lot of stuff. Like for the gift rent and rental exam, she used to practice here with you yeah, guys. You guys, and I think it all helped because now she's so good at math and reading and everything. Because I have been her primitive years. She like has she third was, grade reading level. Oh she wow, had a very good exposure. Like good end of third grade reading wow, level. Wow, like, so like so these guys did a great I still remember talk. though the video here of when she was like three or something and she was like describing Stegosaurus oh, and yeah, their teeth and have you know how they're they don't have teeth that was my favorite dinosaur yeah, yeah that was and I was like she learned a lot here and I think that really helped her and then when Mohan started was there a change for Adeline since he's going to the same school that was much easier for us because we could drop them both off at the same place. But now, of course, we're thinking more about their academics and like... It's a different challenge. It's a different challenge, yeah. So well, we want to make sure... I think, to have. You like a lot of academics, yeah. right? So that's made... Because I think the first years is a lot on the women. I guess once they start older, like it's now more the men. Yeah. Know. Well, no, also, I mean, it's like culturally, also, it's like... We have very different backgrounds when it comes to academics, yeah. even though we were both, I mean, you just got your second master's and I'm working on my second, like we're, you know, both very driven that way. Right. But you just have a different but, approach yeah. to different it. Approach. I, I still think like I went to the convent schools, like it was a very strict environment mm-hmm. and she has a much better, like a relaxed, but a little bit more closer to the kids heart. More traditional, you were saying? I think like it's more like a more, uh, like one is you teach the kid discipline, strict discipline. And the second is you teach kid how to like things by heart. So her approach is how to like things like by heart. And what I learned was discipline, discipline based on the convent schools or kept. Okay. So... I go with that travel. So do you butt heads usually about it or not really? I sometimes. I mean, we've been I just like from both of them from the start, like even when they were babies, we would read to them every night. Okay. Like, and for me, it's just like, well, that creates a love of reading and, but also like helps develop their brain when they're younger and, and everything. But, um, and that really worked with her and wow. he's a, a little, she, she's much more like, yeah, she's just very very driven, very focused. She also like has a green thumb. She like on walks to school. She's like looking at every little rock and leaf and everything. Mm-hmm. And he's more like, you know, it's different. The art, big picture, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, cars, car, yeah, <laughs> physical. He's a boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a typical boy. Um, I don't, yeah. So anyway, I guess now our focus is it's you know we're. Again, two full-time working parents and just making sure that we're not letting them down in terms of, like, their academics and making sure we're on top of what they so need Do you find spaces. how, like, schools are run now a lot different than what it was before? So, I, mean, you grew I mean, the thing here. is, I grew up in uh, rural... I grew up in Vermont in the same school from pre-K to 12th grade. Right. You know, okay. with, like, public school, 20-something kids each year in my class. It's very different. I would go out, just go out and go in the woods and play for hours. And now and here they don't, sometimes they don't get recess. 
It depends. It, yeah. And right now their school is going because there's so much. I mean, I guess it's always been an issue, but there's overcrowding is a big issue yes, in the district. It is. And so right now they're in the second year of building an extension onto the school. Oh, good. So there's like, but now like their, their playground, which they were fortunate to have one is now like super tiny because oh, man, there's like crazy. all of the construction is, it's all sectioned off to build that extension. So hopefully in a year, I think it's supposed to be done and they'll have Ooh. more of the playground back again. I guess they're going to redo it also. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I wish when I, I mean, when I was a kid, we had like a whole field in the back of the school and we would have morning recess and afternoon recess. Yes, I remember that too. <laughs> Even though I was in Peru, we had recess twice a right, day. Right, And so my school was super strict. Like, yeah. There were nuns and everything, but we still had outside time. Right. Mm-hmm. Now it's a lot harder. Do you feel like, sometimes I do, like whenever we have death for school and it's not raining, I need to take them out. Like, I just feel guilty if I don't. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, as a parent now they're older, like, do you feel like, okay, we need to go something Definitely. outside? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on the weekend... We make a point that I take them to yeah. like some serious running or. And we rely uh, on him a lot because I have like a bad foot, like that's just a chronically okay. bad situation. So, like even some days walking them to school is hard on me. So it's like How on the weekends. How did that happen? I remember you had um. Yeah, like, it was before. like fifteen years ago. I had a bit of bone in my ankle broke off in in the joint and so now okay. there's like very little cartilage and there's bone spurs and arthritis and all of that and then that leads to like muscle tension and is so, there anything that you do you need to do surgery or yeah i did two surgeries and now i'm just like focusing on like acupuncture and massage and have you tried what your dad does uh, the reiki does he still do i've that? had reiki done on uh-huh. it yeah um, and how does it help? I mean, sometimes, so, it some, does sometimes. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where some days it's fine, and other days it's not. But I can't like run on it. Some days walking on it is like I'm limping. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like so. In terms of like physical activity, it's just not. I can't just go out and jog with them or right. so you tell I know or chase on, after you them. Gotta go. You know, yeah. But also, well, like, he's 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 just good at making that. He like, understands that, so he's just um, taking it upon we himself. We have dogs, so we walk them morning That's and true. evening. Mm-hmm. So we are going to include them in the chores. Mm-hmm. So every morning and evening, they are going to get a this outside activity whatsoever. That's great. Mm-hmm. Chores and, are really important. When do you start like doing like chores, like having a list for them? It's something we have to, I guess, I don't know what the right word is, institutionalize. Adeline is just she cleans up. She loves she, to she makes her own chores. She she does it herself. Like we've never had to tell her. She'll clean the room. She'll clean like the TV. She'll dust. She like it, she just does it. And she's just very into things being organized and tidy and neat. And and then Mohan is not that way. So I think with him, we definitely need to like step up our yeah. Like I think it'll help him too. But we haven't. Real, you know, we have him do stuff, but we haven't created like a very structured chore but system it, for him yet. But we, we now should. know that he likes yeah. outdoors, so we come up with outdoor schemes for oh, him. Okay, that's good. Like going to parks works perfect. He's good. Walking the dogs, he shows a lot of interest. 
So it seems like we're going to keep him busy with this <laughs> outdoor outdoor kind of stuff. Yeah. That's great. Now that you guys have the two kids, you're not thinking of any more. Is that a, is that a reason or did you always have one or two? Which well, is how she it is finishes in New York. her masters, maybe two more. Yeah, maybe seven more. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in theory, like it, it is like a running joke between us. We're like one okay. more, but I mean, my birth with Adeline was like emergency C-section situation okay. that was like. Traumatic. Was a traumatic. Uh, I was gonna. Say. And Mohan had to be a C-section because I don't think was a C-section. Yeah, and he was breech, and they're like because she was a C-section, and because of the type of C-section it was, they couldn't try to manually move him. So they're like, we're just you know, and you know, I'm older now, so okay. I'm like, I, I feel like my body. Now I don't think <laughs> I feel like my body has been through as a many. Lot. Pregnancies and births. Yeah, I mean, I guess with your knee or your my ankle, your, yeah, yeah, to carry it, it's a lot. Yeah, and it's hard to just recover from and Surgery. like, yeah, and then with a foot problem on top of that, you know, and just like what it does to your body. It's true. I mean, <laughs> and two just, sections is a lot. Yeah, people do like sometimes some women. It's say, major surgery. Yeah, yeah, it's major surgery. You know, yeah. C section or like whatever. But no, it's major. Surgery. Yeah, with hers, it took me a year until my abdomen felt normal again. Like that, I could do like a sit up without it feeling like something's not right. It took wow. a year, and his was planned. C section and. Recovery from from that birth was so much, much easier. easier. Yeah, but which was good because we had to focus on his health. You know, you she know, came out. Life is yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> you have other things to worry about. Yeah, that's crazy. So, how did you? You both lived in different places. Like you came from India, and then you lived in Virginia. How Vermont. is it, Vermont? How is it about Queens that you like? Because I'm guessing you like it yeah. here. Yeah. So when we met, I had never been to Forest Hills. I had lived in New York City at that point, like five or six years. I lived in Harlem. So I lived in Manhattan. I worked in Manhattan. Sometimes so you had I went idea to about Queens. I mean, sometimes I went to mm-hmm. the outer boroughs, but it was usually for like something like a museum or meeting a friend at a restaurant or okay. something like I didn't go roaming exploring um so i had never <laughs> been to forest hills or richmond hill when you moved there i hadn't been there before like the whole central queens area was new to me and then when we decided to live together it was like well i live in harlem it's not very green and at the time we had Ines and then romeo the dogs we wanted to live somewhere green it was just also like a bit more laid back. Like it felt like you were coming home instead of like just staying a little bit like where you worked, you know? That's true. And I, I liked that. Also the diversity. Like I feel home in Queens for yeah. sure in Forest Hills because Forest Hills is like green and so peaceful. Even however hectic your work is, you come home. I think it's same other places in Queens. You feel relaxed. And then it's like a footstep to any other neighborhood with like different countries of people. Mm-hmm. Like you can go to Jackson Heights, you can go to Roosevelt, you can go to Flushing, you can go to Briarwood, and it, you can go to Sunnyside. It, it has its own character 
little bit majority of people from different countries. It's just, I think it's one of the special. That was something That's that true. did change a little bit, though, when we did have kids, was before we would go, like, to all different types of restaurants. Oh, yeah. And now it's sort of like, okay, what will they eat there? What will they not oh, reject? That's true. <laughs> that's so it's like, menu. like we haven't really done like, like we would do Ethiopian food a lot, and we just know based on their palate that they probably would not oh, eat a yeah. lot there. Mediterranean like, like places. Mm, usually, Mediterranean places they eat like the French fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the bread. And, and the bread. But, like, not the, you know, tabbouleh or the hummus or the falafel or, you right. know, they're not really But I remember they, they eat hummus with the carrot yeah. and celery. Like, the, he would dip it. Yes. Is it like that? Yeah. They, yeah, they'll still, they'll still eat that. For some reason, not restaurant hummus, though. They reject <laughs> If it's like authentic, no, I don't. I don't even make it. I just buy it at the store. But if they're like at an uh, authentic, you know, Lebanese or Syrian restaurant or something, and also it's the plate, so they're like, oh, it doesn't look right. But when it comes in a little jar, they're not used to all the tahini, or I don't know what. But (laughs) that's crazy. But yeah, so that changed a bit. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say? Being a parent in Queens is different. How is that different from maybe being a parent in Virginia, where you're from, or India, where you're from? Yeah, Vermont. Vermont. Not Virginia. Okay. I got my Why Vermont pride. Saying? I got it. I got it. Uh, Vermont. <laughs> Parenting. I mean, we've only parented in Queens, so we don't have anything to compare it to. But also, Edley and Mohan, they see, they are like in their classroom kids from like different heritage and it's not a shock to them it's like such a normal as business like they would take the names which are like very ethnic names like as much comfort as if it's like they work in a un or something but like to me if in my city there was one single kid from a different heritage everybody would be like looking at it or same thing with bethel how many different heritage did you saw Mm -hmm. So I think in living in Queens, they are exposed to this different heritage, different culture. It's such and a that's like, normal. And it's normal for wow. them, which makes it very mm-hmm. good. You don't have exposure. to teach them a lot of things, you know? No. Yeah. I still do, like, through books and stuff, like, make sure what we get from the library or by, no. you know, that they get a very diverse no. representation of... People and kids and experiences and stuff like that. But yeah, they do. Growing up with us, yeah. Like I grew up in a very homogenous environment. Yeah, and so they have that. That's different. I mean, I guess it depends on what neighborhood you're in. You know, that's the same throughout other boroughs, but Queens is definitely like the most diverse. Yeah, I guess you can't as a whole. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) which is great. I mean, that's amazing that they get that. I would say a challenge, and maybe it's not. It's definitely not just Queens, but just city living is. I mean, it's just not a different name or heritage. It's also like when they kind of pick up different people culture, like. They, they kind of attain that complexity in mm-hmm. their personality. I think mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's just a way that different heritage or cultures think. They kind of get exposed to it, their brains develop as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, I would just say a, a challenge is in just, I guess this is just city living in general, but like kids, if you live above someone, you know, with kids, we're constantly like 
stop running, you know, like in the house because you have someone living below you. So that's always a challenge, like whether it's Queens or that's any true. other part of the it's city. Everywhere. Building. Yeah. So building living is a little tough. I think it's moving. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Oh, it's, oh it was yeah. super crazy. But we Sorry. You know, now that we kind of were able to do this, we would like to like, I think this is very useful. We could hear other parents and then you, and yeah. it might be like give us some tips about what we are missing yeah. and what we are not missing. Thank you for listening to our third episode. Anu and Nadia, thank you so much for coming over. I loved reconnecting with your family and seeing your kids again. <laughs>